I'm high as a kite, I just might stop to check you out. Frankie Muniz, like a Frankie in the sun, Frankie Muniz. Muniz, I know you're the one. Welcome to Welcome to the Weekly Muniz. My name's Duncan Pete. That's Hayden Bleachmore. This is a podcast where we talk about Frankie Muniz every episode until we get him on the show. Let's just jump right into it because Hayden, we have a wow. lot of we have a lot of lost time we need to catch up on. Like really we do. The, really fucking quickly. Yeah, so let's not dilly dally. Let's just right like you jump know, into I want to dilly dally. I would like to dilly and I would like to dally, Duncan. I don't think we people want to hear touched. that. We've been dilly dallying off <laughs> off mic for the last year. Let's just let's just <laughs> let's quit the dilly dallying. Let's just strictly get to strict business mate people haven't heard from us in so long they want to catch up they want to see how we are who gives a we're shit doing all right. who gives a shit hayden let's jump into the breaking muniz what you don't get to make that call i got the soundboard yeah you have the button you can press the yeah yeah all right well what do you want to do do you want to dilly dally let's do the breaking muniz breaking muniz Oh, yeah. we got a lot to catch up on, Dunk. It's been a little while between records. Yeah, it's been approximately six months in the, since the last well, episode. No, no, so no. Should, the last episode so came out. There's a lot of, like, big The stuff. last episode came out like, only a few weeks ago, but it was recorded in November. So it's sort of, it's been a while, and yeah. it's also not been that long. <laughs> Um, but the last well, the reason it was it took so long is because we recorded it and we thought nah, that wasn't that good. Let's re-record that, and then we never got around to it. So then we just thought, thought fuck it, and we well, who's gonna re-record it? We thought about it. I didn't really like it that much, <laughs> but hey, like we got like forty downloads. Oh on it, wow, so. that's huge. That's huge for us. <laughs> that's that's a that's bigger than mm. thirty. <laughs> okay, so breaking Muniz. What's what's first on all the right, agenda? Well, let's, let's start off with the big one. All right, Frankie Muniz is now married to his. Uh, girlfriend which i guess is now his wife his fiance who is who whose girlfriend who became his fiance but is now his wife yeah page price. price oh no page page muniz now well now it's page muniz formerly page price uh they got married and of course they uh did a little write-up about it on frankieandpage.com slash wedding would you like to hear about the wedding duck and how it went i would love to because it's crazy all right uh, do you want me to just read it word for word or do you want me to skim read it and put my own sort of pizzazz why, on why it? Why don't you put, put, put your own spin on it? Why don't we do the Mad Lib thing again? <laughs> that was very tedious to listen to. Every time you see a noun, you need to say... Wedding. Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> but you can mix it up. You know, how about, how about you make like some of the important nouns you can keep? <laughs> I, don't, I think I'll, I'll let you have it's, that. Duncan, it's crazy enough as it is. It's crazy oh, I, I think, enough without think, the Mad Libs. I think the listeners, they need a little bit of stimulation because it's just Mate, been... how's this for stimulation? There was a small fire at the wedding. Wait, what? Are you stimulated? A small... A, you mean a small wedding at the wedding? No, I mean a small fire, Duncan. <laughs> um, okay, that wouldn't have translated with the Mad Lib thing. Exactly, okay, that's what I'm on. saying. Tell me about it. All right, so uh, their special day was filled to the absolute extreme, to the absolute extreme with love and laughter families it's obviously uh in a pre-coronavirus world by the way because you're not allowed to have weddings anymore uh and apparently families drove and flew in from all over the country the closest friends made it possible they showed up with the crazy schedules uh, vendors met other expectation we did plan the, oh this is also crazy duncan they planned the wedding in only yeah. 10 days really yeah how long does it normally take to plan a wedding people like plan a year and a half like years yeah man yeah like, if you have a less than a year to plan a wedding, you're like, ooh, kind of fine. They did it in 10 days somehow. I got all their... What kind, of, what kind of snacks can you orchestrate in 10 days? Well, it helps if you're rich. 
Oh yeah, and also you own an olive oil store. Yeah, but and also have rich friends. A bunch of like that can drop like, out everything. Delicious, delicious oily umami snacks. <laughs> what's that? Yeah. What's that snack where it's like bread that you dip in olive oil and then you dip in that like crusty, biscuity, crummy stuff? Dukkah. Dukkah. Dukka? Yeah. God, I love me some dukkah. Isn't that the fucking best wedding snack? Uh, it's just the best. I don't think I've had it at a. Does it say? Before. Does it say here on the website they had dukkah? They probably have a whole paragraph about it, eh? Hey? Uh, it uh does not. I just checked. Do you want to hear the? Damn. Do you want to? There's a, a little paragraph, and it, the first words are. So here's the sitch. Dot dot dot. It's do you want to hear what the sitch okay. is? Okay, uh, read it out to me. Spell it All out. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna skim read it and and uh, paraphrase it because it's she's long. Okay, I looked it up. This is a long ass paragraph. Yeah. So they want okay. to keep it small, under fifty guests, and they were keen in, to do it sort of unnoticed and like you know uh, under the uh, under the radar a little bit. Totally and fair. They're gonna have it in totally the home. Fair. We're going to have it at their own house after the rebuild. As if you recall, if you listen to the last uh, episode, their house got destroyed by their cat uh, because of this major flooding because their cat, Zizix, <laughs> ruined their entire house by turning a tap on. Yeah, what a fucking cat. If you man. want that whole story, listen to last week's episode. Man, that cat's got an Instagram too. We should do a deep dive on that. We should do it. We should do that, yeah. Soon. Maybe next episode. Yeah, man. Uh, blah, blah, blah. There are is- issues with the rebuild. Um Something, something, something. Boring. They came to the realization ten days from the wedding um, that they couldn't do it. What? Um, oh, at their at their house. They, yeah. Wait. There were so many issues with the rebuild that the thought of someone touching a white wall made us sad before it even happened. Oh, so there wasn't any issues. It was their issues. They didn't want people in their house. What? So they changed. They didn't it want their fifty days. closest friends coming over for a sick party. Yeah, and, and touching their white walls. What else is a white wall for, Hayden, if not to be touched? For touching. It's for touching. Uh, they, uh, they did it at a local gallery. They were in. Apparently, it all went perfect. They were all nervous. Everything was going to fall apart, but it all seemed to work. Um, there's no really details about the small fire, which is very, very annoying. Because I really wanted to look. I wanted to hear about the small fire. Wait, how did you find out about the small fire? Did it not say in this paragraph here? Because it... It just mentioned that there was a small fire, but there is a, I'm looking at some of the Reading decorations and there's a lot of candles next to a lot of dry plants. So I'm going to imagine that some dry plants caught on fire at Frankie Muniz's wedding. Um, Who do you think saved the day? Was it Frankie? Did he like jump into action, grab a fire extinguisher? Maybe, maybe he did something really heroic. Maybe he, he ripped off his tux and he used that to douse the flame mm. like a blanket. Mm. Maybe they got the cat that turned the tap on and ruined their house. To, to oh, the do cat, it. cat, the cat came with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, or just like a big fire hose or something. Hey, you made a joke about them with the olive oil, but they did genuinely use their own products for the for for the wedding. Well, I, I I can't say I'm surprised. That's a genius idea. They created new rustic labels to match the look of our wedding and had them done Ooh. the next day. Oh, there you go. Oh, and then she plugs the wedding. That's so nice. She plugs the um, olive oil store in the write-up of her wedding, which seems a bit... I well, mean, you know, d- do what you want. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Do what you want. You do you. Oh, my God. Guess what color Frankie's tux was. Guess what color Frankie's tux was. Was it Red. Yes. <laughs> oh, what a was. guess. What a great guess. <laughs> I'm looking at some pictures. Uh, Frank is looking good. He's looking less bald than before. You know? I feel like red tuxedos make people look like Satan. Yeah, but in a cool way. 
like a cool Satan. Yeah, black tie, white shirt, red tux. Paige is in a pretty classic wedding dress. Bit of a neck action nice. sort of going on. Looks nice and rustic in a small gallery. Neck action. Uh, Love me some neck action. That's their Love wedding. So Frankie Muniz is now married. I think the head would be there without a neck. Mm. No, for sure. Uh, so yeah. congrats, Frankie. That's the, probably that's probably the biggest um, thing in his life, I think. His neck? No, his wife's neck. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, sorry. No, his wedding, of course, I'm sorry, talking yeah. about. Oh, his wedding. That's right, okay, mm. yeah. We should try and get him a, like a wedding gift. We should, yeah, that'd be good. When was the wedding? What, Let me what, see what how do you think it's like? Some olive oil? No, that's a bad idea. Hey, the wedding wasn't that long ago, as far as our, you know, track record goes. It was only February 2020. Oh, so it was only two or three months ago. It was only just pre-coronavirus. What do you What do you think he he could use right now? Right about now. Um, maybe we could get him some. Maybe we could get him some white paint in case his walls get ruined. <laughs> in, case, in case his in friends case and family get their walls touched. Yeah, yeah, we, we could we could send him a white paint tin and some brushes, mm. just in case. Hard to ship internationally though. I think because it's is paint flammable or it's like it's got fumes or something. Well, I'm sure there's different types. I think of it's paint. technically a hazardous thing. Um, Let's look into the logistics of sending paint internationally mm. after. This is done. Well, why before. don't we get him a real gift that he'll like and try and... Because cause do, do we ever we, we could do land that. on... Like, does he know we exist? We assume so, right? I fucking, I fucking hope so, man. I really fucking hope so. But what I, if... what if You know what? You know what's a great idea for a wedding gift? What? A great idea. I've always thought this is the best wedding gift. Mm. And I've never had a chance to give it to anyone for their wedding. But I think this is the chance. We should just get him a really nice pen. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's like a genuinely... Like a nice, nice pen. Like a fountain pen or something. Like a $200 pen or something. Documents with. The tradition... Isn't it traditional to, like, have a pen that you... Like, a fancy pen that you sign the wedding certificate documents with? I haven't heard of that, but that's that's not surprising to me. That sounds like something that might be a tradition. I think it's too late. Maybe... Uh, I think it's too late for them to, like, sign it, but maybe they could... <laughs> yeah, I think they've already signed documents and sign them with this... With this fancy pen. Would we... So, well, the good thing about this, Duncan, is we have an address we know there'll be. The olive oil store. Oh, my God. The olive oil store. Yeah. That's... Oh, my God. That didn't even occur to me. We could send it to, you know, say, uh, to Mr. and Mrs. Frankie Muniz. Or maybe we say to Paige Muniz and Frankie Muniz. To uh, Mr. and Mrs. Muniz. To, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. To Muniz. the Munizes. The Munizes. The Muni. As the plural. <laughs> uh, you know, here's a fountain pen, love Hayden and Duncan from the Weekly Muniz. Give us a call. That's a brilliant idea. Mm, that's maybe something to consider. That's an excellent idea. Okay, I think we should probably go ahead with this. This, uh, this isn't... I'm liking It's not that unfeasible like to send a pen to Scottsdale. What's... Oh, in Arizona, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, uh, speaking of the... Um, of the store is currently closed because of the Rona. La Roni. It is, yeah. Well, I mean, the physical store's closed, but you can still buy stuff online. I saw they had like a huge range of Mother's Day gifts you could get. He was advertising them on his on his in, on his social media. You could buy like a little balsamic little gift packet for mum. It's cute. That is cute. Did you didn't you try and buy some? I did, but like. It's so there's there's no sort of international shipping at all. I think if you live in America, it's probably fairly easy. There's no international shipping. 
not to none none of the none of the countries that I tried to ship it to. Did you try Australia? I did try Australia. I tried Australia. I tried Canada. I didn't try mm. like uh, Yemen. Maybe it ships to Yemen. Mm, perhaps Mexico. Maybe feasibly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so crazy. Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Um, I guess that's it for the break. <laughs> the breaking. Oh wait. Well, what? There's one other item on the in the breaking Muniz. Oh, the name change. He changed his name, Hayden. Yeah, well, he didn't really, but he sort of did. So, I, if you recall, dear listener, um, last... That's right, we're talking to you. I keep wanting to say last week, but it was three weeks ago that it was released, maybe more, and also six months we ago. we got to stop talking about how long, <laughs> how long ago it's been. I feel like we're lingering, mate, on, it's a, it's we're lingering on the worst bit mate, that it was I'm ages trying to move ago, on, man. But we should start, I'm trying to move on. We should just I'm trying start, to move on. The bright side is that we're, we're here now, you know? Yeah. So, exactly. stop fucking complaining. We're living here. Right? I can see you complaining. In the moment. Wait, you're saying I'm going to complain or the listeners are going to complain? Both of you. And I'm sick of it. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding it up to here, Hayden. I'm ho- holding my hand very high right now, just so you know. I, I can't see you. We're not doing a video chat, so it's not doing you anything. To, you have to me. trust me on this one. Sure. Um, but no, if you, if you remember last episode, Duncan, uh, Frankie tweeted that he's going to change his name to Francisco... Muniz. Oh, no, his name is Francisco Muniz, sorry, but he was going to try and go by Cisco instead of Frankie. Cisco, like the telecommunications company? Yeah. Like the second, like the third, the third, the the third, third of San Francisco? Y- yeah. Like that one. Cool. You should go with that. That's the sick. That's cool. Yeah. And that's what we said last time, uh, but that was a very fresh tweet when we. I guess, reported on it? Don't know. But then right after, like two days after we recorded Duncan, he tweeted, the first person to see me in public and call me by my new adult name gets $100. Ready? Go. And then he's like said, like, dash, dash, Cisco Nunez. He's signing off on his own tweet. Okay, well, we're going to call him Cisco in the in the letter we're going to send him. Oh, I don't know. He might have gone back. But uh, that same day, um, someone found him and, and he genuinely gave them a hundred dollars really he said well it's official i am cisco and he's got a mustache in this photo too that didn't take long for someone to win the hundred dollars uh marissa highland and her twitterless friend called me out in public having someone yell cisco at you is more embarrassing than i anticipated but that's but my name's my name damn so he's not so someone almost immediately after he offered someone a hundred bucks to call him cisco they did it <laughs> Damn. Okay. And he's got a great mustache in this photo. So there's a picture of Is him. Is that on his Twitter? I'm gonna I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna find that. Yeah. Mustache picture. It's from November 30th, 2019. Is it him and two strangers? Um, he's holding a hundred bucks and he's got a mustache and two ladies. Also, some breaking news, man. Um, of course, the black string came out. That's not really new. Oh, I, d- I deleted my Twitter account now. I can't actually browse through Twitter. Why do you? Why? Yes, you can. I'm trying my best, man. I'm trying my best over here. You can't. You don't have a news feed, but you can go to people's tweets. Here we are. Yeah, but it's, it's a very it's more roundabout than it used to be. Yeah, on, uh, Duncan, the Black String, uh, the horror movie that Frankie Muniz is in. We talked about it last time. Uh, it came out uh, October or November or something last year. Yeah. And on Rotten Tomatoes on January 20, it had a 100% rating. A hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes? 
Yeah, it was that was the critic score. Had a tomato meter of a hundred percent. Holy shit. That's a that's that's a pretty good score. What's that After out of? Out of five reviews. Is it out of a thousand? Five reviews. No, it's out of one hundred. Out of a hundred? <laughs> you thought you thought one hundred out of a thousand <laughs> is good? No. That's I'm, absurd, Duncan. I'm that's just one in ten. I'm just mucking around, Aiden. I'm just having a bit of a muck around. Sure. I know it's out uh, of a hundred. But that's pretty exciting. That's pretty good. Um because we are gonna watch it uh next week. Oh yeah, we're gonna Or next it. episode. I don't know when that'll come out. Uh, yeah, we'll figure Oh, yeah, we didn't even say we got we you bloody rushed me into into getting into the breaking news. We didn't even say what this episode's gonna be about. Oh shit, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we just blitzed right into it, Duncan. You were too I wanted to dilly and I wanted to dally, and that's on record. Uh yeah, we and I wanted to just or dallied. I know, we got we into both. it too quick. People well, want to people want to catch up. Well, it's not people want to know what they're meant to listen to. You're currently uh, uh, procrastinating on this dilly dallying. Just dilly it. All right, let's now, come on. Let's close out the. Oh wait, let's before we close the breaking Muniz, Do you want to hear a funny tweet that he tweeted the other day? Yes. He says, "I want a mullet." Okay, let's close this breaking Muniz. Breaking Muniz. Now, let's do some dilly-dallying. Okay, now, back to the dilly-dallying. Go on. Uh, today, on the show, Duncan, we're gonna, we've got a lot of things going on. Um, we are going to enter an old, an old, old segment we haven't touched in, like, a, two years. In a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. Um, Duncan, you got a fun little game for us, too? I have too? a fun little game that I, I, I haven't told you about yet, but I think you're going to really, I think you're going to dig this game, Hayden. I've also got a brilliant idea okay. uh, of how we can get in contact with uh, with Frankie Muniz. I got I got a little idea, and then of course because it's episode sixty nine, Duncan. I can't believe you rushed me into it. We didn't even address it's episode sixty nine. I know it's the funniest number, right? We're twenty minutes into the podcast, and we're only just talking about it's it. It's at least the sexiest number. Yes, which is why we are reviewing Frankie Muniz's extremely hard to find film, My Sexiest Year. So hard to find, in fact, that we haven't seen it or found it but we're gonna we're, we're gonna I've, I found a lot of material and I'm gonna I'm gonna recite to you <laughs> all this material that we have found thus far and try and piece together what we think the yeah. film's about so it's uh, but it, before then what's 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 next on the agenda what are we doing they were, oh yeah that's coming up later uh, but first would you wanna oh, we also got some mail too we're gonna get into that later uh, oh, yeah. what do you wanna reopen the old seg let's, let's dust off this seg alright let's see if any of the Frankie fans Remember this guy. See if this old see if this old button still works. Listen, my name is Brent, and I'm a real slippery snake, and I love the Weekly Muniz. They're way better than the Brett Davern Show, and they're extremely good-looking and charming, and I love those boys. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. Brent Davern has reared his ugly head again. He's actually got quite a beautiful head. Oh, that slippery f- Fucking snake. Um, if you don't, should we do a recap of our beef with Brent Davin? I feel like it's a long time ago. People have probably forgotten. Okay, so just a really quick recap. Actually, uh, I'll, I'll set a timer. I'll set a, a 10-second timer. Yep. And you have to recap as quickly as possible. I think I can do that. Let me let me just let me just find it. Hang on a sec. What was the TV show he was in? Was it called Awkward? I think so, yeah. Mm. Hang on, okay, hang on. Let me just get this timer up. Okay, Hayden, you know what? I, I think I'll give you. I think I'll give you twenty. No, give I'm me ten. Give I want a challenge. Fifth, I'll, f- I'll give you. I'll give you thirteen seconds. Okay, thirteen seconds okay, makes okay. sense. I'm not sure why. Okay, 
three, two, one, start. So a little while ago, uh, Brent Davin, who was in the MTV show Awkward, I think, he's friends with Frankie Muniz, and he has his own podcast, Brent Davin, that is, uh, and he had Frankie Muniz on as a guest, and we reviewed the episode of that podcast on it. This podcast... Okay, stop. I didn't make it in time. Well, do you want another, do you want another seven seconds? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Okay, go. We, then Brent Devon heard us reviewing his podcast and we shat all over it. Then he started talking shit on us and we started this beef back and forth. Okay, stop. That's, that's good. Yeah, okay. Let's go with that. All right. Uh, he's reared his ugly head, Duncan, because uh, actually he was kind of trying to help us out. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> look, uh, when, we, okay, sure. when we first started talking to Brent, the idea, he said to us that if we went to LA to Sunny Studio, or what is it? Studio City in sunny California is what he says in the Brent Davin show. Uh, if we actually physically went there, he would give us Frankie Muniz's number. Now, Duncan, I was in LA <laughs> over Christmas and New Year's. Um, yeah? I just, Were you? I was, well, I was in America f- between just after Christmas and until like early Jan. Yeah. And so I sent him a message from the Weekly Muniz Twitter account. And I said, hey, Brent, I'm going to be in LA in like two weeks. This is in late December. Uh, does your office still stand? I'm happy to come by the studio and visit you um, and get his number from you. Right? Then I didn't hear anything back. Yeah. And then I was in LA. What did he say? And I was gallivanting around LA. And then I came back home on a, probably the 16th of January. And I checked the Twitter <laughs> in April. And on the 8th of January, when I was in LA, he said, yeah, for sure. When will you be here? <laughs> And uh, we missed it. That slippery <laughs> fucking snake. Yeah. He didn't hey call then. me. He didn't make sure that I read this message. You know. He doesn't call. He doesn't write. Mm. He doesn't telegram. He hasn't sent a single letter, except for that one letter that he sent a while ago. He sent us a mug, didn't he? Uh, oh, yeah. He sent us a coffee cup and some postcards, mm. which was quite nice. It was pretty nice. He's a nice guy. That slippery snake. Yeah, that son of a bitch. So basically, we very, could very have nice gotten guy. Frankie Muniz's mobile phone number from Brent Davin if I had checked my Twitter messages, which I didn't. So whoopies. Damn it. Yeah, we were so Fuck. close. I was okay. Well, I was well, there. How about, how about, I was there. I was in LA. Okay. Well, let's let's keep this discourse going because at, maybe at some point I could go down to LA if. Well, that's what I said. I responded to him, and I'm like, hey, man, sorry, I didn't see this. I'm back in Australia, but Duncan lives in Vancouver now, so he might be down in LA soon. Obviously, I sent that pre-coronavirus. Actually, I didn't. I don't know what I was talking about. That was in April, in a very coronavirus-riddled world. You know, maybe when you when it's all over, you can head down. How how much is a, a Greyhound bus ticket from Vancouver to LA? A Greyhound bus ticket? Yeah, that's like that's a thirty-six hour adventure. Yeah, I know, but I assume it's the cheapest, right? No, a plane would be probably cheapest. Really? Then a bus. I, I went on a road. I went on a road trip down to down to California a few months ago. Actually, uh, why didn't you message Brent David about it? Because I went to San Francisco. I didn't go to LA. I went to oh, San Francisco okay. and I went to Mount Shasta, and it was beautiful. Okay. Not not relevant to this podcast. <laughs> you know, just gonna be conversation. Just you're taking conversation. You're taking this incredibly well. I really thought you'd be more annoyed, and I'm glad that you're not that annoyed. Well, maybe. Maybe it's going to hit me later. Maybe I'm bottling up all my anger Yeah. F- for uh, later use. Because, yeah, Duncan, when he said that message, I was in... Actually, I was in New York then, but I was, like, two days out of L.A. That son of a fucking... 
piece of... Dude, he's such a slippery snake. He's so fucking slippery. I think he's got a different show now, Brent Devon. I'm pretty sure it's the same show. Oh, no, he rebooted it, but it's got the same name, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's got a different co-host. Marty, old mate, the singer, he's out. He's my nemesis, and he? he's out of the. He's out of the. So now my nemesis is no longer interested in even. Reach out, man. Is Reach thing? out. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I will. I, I'll open up the Twitter right now, and I'll tweet at him. Don't do it right Hang now. Do it say. after. Do it after. No. So people can check the time. People can check the the timestamp, and they can know exactly what time and day we're recording that's this. Bad. Like, that's bad. Like, that's bad. No. Let's let's go for it. Hang on. What's the what's the? I mean, I'm saying it's bad, but I've been doing it. All episode. <laughs> I've just been time stamping it willy nilly. The weekly muniz at gmail dot What are you doing? Com and the password is bapupapupap. Don't give away the password that's bapupapupap. That it the password isn't actually bapupapupap. I don't know if this is good content. Oh we'll, we'll just edit around this <laughs> bit. You, know? <laughs> you ever have a moldy piece of cheese, just don't eat the bad bit. But you want to try and get in? You you maybe see how Marty pl- pans out. We can try and get his number. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet him right now. Hang on, I just logged into Twitter. Oh my god! Just you can tweet him later. No, I'm tweeting him right now. Hang on a sec. Just hold up. Marty. Shannon. Marty Shannon. Hold up. Okay, wait. Here he is. He, he's Instagram though. I have to see if he linked his. T- oh, he's fucking. Twitter in his Instagram. Let me just. Does he fucking not have a Twitter? I don't know, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do it now. Okay, well, I, I, could, I, could, I can sense you're a little bit bored and frustrated. I think I have a little bit of a cheeky surprise that might cheer you up. Do you? Do you really? I, w- I would love to be cheered up and with a bit of a surprise. Well, Buckle up, baby. Our, when I was listening to the last episode, we're going, we're looking at Scottsdale, Phoenix, Arizona. That area is just like populated, just uh, hemorrhaging, just silly ass town names. Yeah, and that's where uh, Frankie Muniz's olive oil store is located, which is why it's relevant. Yeah, not not twenty kilometers away. There's places called Chandler, which is actually a fairly s- s- sensible sounding name. And there's there's Tortilla uh, Flats. There was like Mount, yeah, Sun, Mount Mystery Sun or something. Suntan Valley. There's Superstition Mountain. So, Superstition so Mountain. Yeah. Suntan Valley. How goofy is that? So here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I, I've, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Don't look at the map yourself. I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna go through the map. I'm gonna l- find some silly names, and I'm also gonna f- pick a random book from my bookshelf. I'm gonna pick a random word from a random page in that random book, and you're gonna have to guess. If I'm choosing a random word or if I'm picking a town name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> random Phoenix, word <laughs> or random town name from near Scottsdale, Arizona. It's got a good ring to it. Yeah. We, sh- we should make this like a monetizable game show. Um, sure. The book. I just grabbed a book. It's Red Dwarf by Grant Naylor. It's a science fiction book. Cool. Is that what the series uh, Red Dwarf based off? Yes. Cool. Hey, I also, because uh, I'm doing this in the radio studio, so I've got access to this and is that a bit of fun? That is so much fun. <laughs> yes. Got some good production Except value I here. I have to tell you to give... So, really, you could just give yourself the little dingy tick. Well, no. You would. You just say happens. incorrect or correct, and I will be quick on the buttons. Okay, okay. So, here we go. 
Hang on, let me flick through <laughs> a random word. C- can I give you some notes on the game so far? <laughs> can you just shut up? Okay, wait. Hang on, hang on. I think it is a word. Okay. Here's the sound of my finger landing at random points on the page. That's how you know it's legit. Okay. Here we go. Yep. Gilbert. <laughs> okay, so I have to choose whether Gilbert is a town or Gilbert is a random word that you just found. I'm going to say be- right. because Gilbert is a name, I'm going to say it's a town name. A la Chandler. You're correct. Oh, yeah. And you know what I'm going to give myself to? <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna really heighten the drama for this next one. By the way, gonna, what, what's the drama? Well, you'll see. I got I got some good production value for it. Okay, so here we go. Mm-hmm. Superior. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez, it's a high pressure situation. Superior. Hayden. Um, For I know there was there was billion dollars. There was Mount Mystic. Is Superior. There was Superstition Mountain. Superior. I know it's an American name as Lake Superior. I'm going to say Superior is a town name. Hayden. Mm-hmm. Hayden Bleachmore. Yes. You are correct. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna flick through another random word. Here we go. Shit, I dropped the. How many of these are we doing? Oh, there we go. Uh, we'll do like seven or eight. <laughs> seven or eight. Let's do one more. Winner takes all. Winner takes. No. Okay, we'll do five. We'll do five. Oh, five. All right, we really gotta speed this up. Okay, I found one. I found one. Uh, waddle. Mm, Waddle, I'm going to say, is... uh, I want to say it's a random... I want to say it's a town again. A town again? Yeah, I think it's a town. Can we have some tense music again? I've got the... I've got the... Okay, yeah. Hayden. Yeah. In this tiebreaker round... It's not a tiebreaker. I've got two out of two so far. Of this... Game of guess the silly town name versus guess a random word in a book that I found. Game. <laughs> it's got a, It's very catchy. The name. I think the name changes a little bit every time, but that's a good thing. I think. That's part of a charm. You guessed. Waddle, <laughs> is a town name. Yeah. And you. Are. Correct. Yeah! Yeah, baby. Three out of three. Three out of three. Do you want to go for one more? Even though there's no way you can... I'm already the point? champion. I'm already the champion. Okay, how about this? <laughs> Wait, is it best out of seven? Is that what you said it is? Let's just do this fourth one just for fun. This is just like right, for The fourth one, then, I've already won the best out of seven. We don't have to continue doing this. Okay. Legend. Mm, I'm going to say... <laughs> Town name again. <laughs> Hayden. Yeah. You guessed town name. Yeah. Let's pick up the pace here, Duncan. <laughs> Hayden. <laughs> yeah. You've requested that I pick up the pace. Yes. The word legend. 
is a random word from a book. Oh that I no! Found. Suck shit. Uh, I was gonna go with that even one they, too, but I thought you were trying to psych me out or something. Even they still win, but you know. yeah. I mean, I didn't win if it's best out of seven, but let's just say I win anyway because I did a great job the first three. Hey, why not? And I think I've earned it. Yeah, this is a really weird area. There's a lot of strange names. Even the ones that obviously sound like names of towns are the... I've never heard this as Alhambra. 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 Dobson Ranch. But it's huge. It's bigger than the size of a ranch. (laughs) Well, obviously not. Also just Phoenix. Phoenix is a cool name. It's a cool name, but it's very unconventional, I have to say. Uh, I don't know. All names are weird if you think about it too much. There's a there's a district in Phoenix called Rice Place. Yeah, I mean, it's no Tortilla Valley, is it? That's where I... Ha- I, su- I suppose that's where they have all the rice, you know. Mm, that's the place. That's where it's all kept. I mean, that <laughs> might be the true. Rice. Just go there's the, probably not growing the rice, rice there, but maybe they store it there or something. Or maybe there's a man named Daniel Rice, and he founded Rice Place. He's like, this is my place. It's a rice place. Flossmore. Hayden, you should floss more. Your breath's <laughs> a bit smelly. You can't smell my breath. You're in Canada. Do you know, actually, I read the other day, I don't know how true this is, but apparently you should floss first, then use mouthwash, and then brush your teeth. That's bullshit. Reverse order completely. Yeah, and it's not even... Re- it's like brush, less... It's like mouthwash, a complete floss, if anything. Do you want to hear the, the reason why? Why? So the flossing gets the chunks out, right? And the then chunks? you... Yep, brushing and then gets the chunks out. Yeah, no, but you want to get the chunks you out. You brush the, the chunks. No, but I think you're supposed to brush the teeth. I think yeah, I think getting out chunks is not what a toothbrush should do. I think uh, a f- that's what the flosser's job. So what you do, you floss to get the chunks out. Then you use the mouthwash to get rid of all the bacteria and stuff. And then you brush your teeth to clean it even deeper. But then um, the toothpaste like leaves a layer of fluoride on your teeth. And if you do mouthwash after the toothpaste, it rinses it away. It doesn't, it's not as effective. i got to say, I don't really like rinsing after I brush my teeth. I like leaving that minty taste in there. Well, you're, you're supposed to. You're supposed to leave a little layer to protect your teeth. I, I, I cringe every time I see someone in a movie rinsing away their toothpaste. It's perfectly good toothpaste. Yeah. That's I like swallowing to toothpaste, too. Tooth. You chuck it on your tooth? Just leave mm. it there? On your tooth? On your tooths? Yeah. No. Hey, Dunk. Yes? Speaking of good ideas, which is flossing, because flossing's a good idea. Nice. I've had a good, I've had a good idea. <laughs> well, I hope your idea is better than that segue. But let's yeah, go for well, it. I think it is. I, it, it came to me as we were talking about mailing Frankie a wedding gift. Yeah. Is that, because we know his address, right? Because of the olive oil store. Well, I'm looking at it now on Google Maps, yeah. Yeah, so we have an address we could send him stuff. But what I realized, Duncan, is that these people... By these people, I mean Frankie Muniz and Paige Muniz. Uh, both work at the store a lot. Sorry, who? Uh, Paige Muniz and Frankie Muniz. Sorry, who Muniz? Paige Muniz and Frankie Muniz. Sorry, who Muniz? I don't know what you want me to say. Oh, sorry. Cisco. Oh, shit. I get it. Cisco. Cisco Muniz. You silly fucking duffer. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't understand what you were doing. I'm yeah, no, so sorry. I'm so glad we didn't name our podcast Frankie. I'm so glad because we have to rebrand the whole thing. Yeah, luckily we're the Weekly Muniz, not the uh, Weekly Frankie or something, because we have to be the Weekly Cisco, it would be a whole thing. Anyway, but what I'm saying is we have his address, and they're always at the store. Uh, then we also have the phone number to the store. 
So we could call... We could call the... Store, yeah. We could call the store. Yeah, and like, well, obviously at the moment, as we're recording this, it's shut down because of the Roni. But like, once it's back up and, riding, up and running, they'll be in the store. And we'll, they're just, they hang out in the store all the time. But he, Frankie always <laughs> tweets like, I was in the store today and some guy came in and said, whatever. There's a, sorry, there's a town called Wormses. <laughs> You're still looking at the fucking town? I'm, 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 I haven't stopped since, <laughs> since that game. Ducker, this is huge. And you're looking at fucking, what's the town called? Wormsons. Well, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but Duncan, I need you to focus. This is huge. This is potentially podcast ending okay, yeah, stuff okay, okay, right okay. here. Let's just center and let's, let's get this. Okay. So we could, we could call him. Yeah. What we usually say at the start of a podcast, which we didn't say because you rushed me, is that we are going to keep recording, making podcasts until we get Frankie on for an interview. And this is potentially a way to do it. It's just bring the olive oil store and ask to speak to Frankie. If we, if we just, what, what what do we consider a technically an interview? What do we constitute an interview? If we just ask him questions about balsamic vinegar and he Mm. candidly answers us and then we just sneak in a, just a really quick question about big fat liar. (laughs) Just seamlessly. We could say like, what, what's, what's Anthony Anderson like? Cause I know you worked on, on, Agent Cody Banks too. Oh man, I don't want to talk about Anthony Anderson anymore. We talked about him too much last week. He's a horrible. Oh person. yeah. Oh yeah. No, let's let's ditch it. Let's, let's Literally that. the worst example you could have chosen of his former co-stars. Okay, so let's ask him about Paul, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, and Hilary Duff would be fun. Yes. Um, but how do we do that without it being horrible? Like, if we call him, do we just do we say, "Hey, it's it's Hayden and Duncan here from the Weekly News. It's a podcast about you." Uh, we think you know about us, and you probably hate us. How are you? Or do we try and be sneaky about it? I think there's a town near Phoenix, Arizona, called Ham Man. Fuck, Ham Man. Ham Man. One word, <laughs> but it's spelt like H- Ham Man. H A M M A N. Yes. Ham Man. I think it's like Hammond. Yeah, Hammond. But I, I. I, I really hope they call the they call it Ham Man. Yeah, or maybe it was named after a man but also, made of ham. Also, I don't think I don't think we need to tell him that we're from this podcast. I think we can, because he probably asks answers questions all the time about olive oil, and also 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 just like fans of him probably call the olive oil store all the time. Yeah, maybe like we just call up and say he goes, "Hello, Frankie Muniz speaking. Uh, this is outrageous olive oils and vinegars," and we go, "Hi." Uh, do, sorry, do, you who, role play, do you want to role play a phone call right now? Okay, are you Frankie or am I Frankie? We could both. No, I'll be Frankie. Okay, it won't okay, work we if can't we're both, both Frankie. be Frankie. No, right, you be Frankie. All right. Uh, bring, 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 bring. You have to pick up the phone, Duncan. He's, I'm, just, I'm sure he's a busy guy. Just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Bring, 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 bring. Bring, 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 bring. Hello. This is Outrageous Olive Oils. This is Cisco speaking. Oh hi. Um, sorry, it's Hayden here. Who who was that? Sorry. My name is Cisco Muniz. Hi, Cisco. Uh, hi. I'm uh just calling from Australia. Actually, I was just wondering if you guys wow, do Australia. If, yeah, I was wondering if you guys do international deliveries. No, we oh, that's don't a shame. do that. All right. Well, thanks for your help. Bye. All right. Bye. I'm a big fan of your show. And that's the interview. That's it. Because that we asked him questions on a podcast. 
We I uh, interviewed him about his delivery policies <laughs> of the olive oil store. That was always the plan, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why, don't, I mean, why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't we switch roles and uh, you be Frankie and we'll 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 do another one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. All right. Bring, 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 bring. Bring, 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 bring. It's a busy day at the olive oil store. Bring, 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 bring. They're swamped right now. Bring, 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 bring. Bring, 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 bring. Hi, you've reached Outrageous Olive Oils and Vinegars. We can't get to the phone right now. Please leave a message in your number and we'll call you back as soon as we can. Beep. Hi, um, I was just calling to ask about uh, just your your olive oil selection. Um, Hello? Your... Hello? Oh, hi. Hello. Hi. Outrageous uh, uh, olive oils and vinegars. Cisco hi. speaking. How can I help you? <laughs> your name is... Wow. Uh, how unexpected. I was just leaving you a message. I was yeah, sorry. I, uh, it's a busy day at the olive oil store. Everyone's I, w- I would assume so. Love it, our I, hot sauce. We sell hot sauce here. You sell hot sauce? What yeah. kind of hot sauce do you sell? S- fucking spicy shit, man. Yowza. Okay, wow. Yeah. Tell me all about it. Well, um, let me bring up the information. Give me, give me a <laughs> sec. Uh, I've got all the... Uh, let me just walk over to the... Uh, uh, the do you want fucking... some walking sound effects? Yeah. All right. Um, now you've arrived. Okay. Okay. Well, um, as far as our, uh, oh, let me just hot sauces. Here we go. That's the tab on the website I'm looking for. Oh God, it's not loading. Oh fuck off. Oh fucking hell. It's all the internet here's so shit. Oh God. Hot sauce. Let me click on the hot sauces. We're actually you sold guys... out of hot sauces, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> so I can't tell you too much <laughs> about it. Can I help you? Empty hot sauce can I? <laughs> yeah, can I help you with anything else? I was gonna ask about your selection of balsamics. What kind sure. of balsamics do you have? What do you think well, would be a suitable gift for Mother's Day? Well, Mother's Day has already been. So What's today. Is it? Oh, no, we're recording this on Mother's Day. We're really dating this podcast, I'm, I'm not recording this on Mother's Day. I'm recording this the day after Mother's Day. Because we have a time oh, yeah, difference. time zones. Yeah. Okay, well, um, what do you think would be a good Father's Day gift in advance for September? Uh, hot sauces, I would have said, but they're all sold out. <laughs> Probably because of Father's Day. Man, this website, I'm trying to find information about the olive oils and the balsamics, but this website sucks. Hey, I can't click on anything. Cisco, your name's Cisco, right? Uh, yes, it is, sir. I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be intrusive or anything, but you wouldn't happen to be Frankie Muniz from Malcolm in the Middle, would you? I go by Cisco Muniz now, but yeah. What was it like working with Paul Giamatti on Fuck Big off. Fat Liar? Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off, dog! <laughs> beep, beep, Cisco, beep, Cisco. Beep, beep. Damn, that didn't go well at all. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Okay, well, maybe I need to be more smooth with my delivery. Mm. Can we re- rewind that last little bit? <laughs> hey, you wouldn't happen to be Francisco Muniz from the from Malcolm in the Middle, would you? <laughs> yes, I am. I am. Brian Cranston's a delight. 
Can I just say I am a huge fan of yours? Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. I am. It's an absolute delight watching you act and perform, especially on Dancing with the Stars. You were phenomenal. I have to say, you got me through some really rough times just with your talent alone and your charisma, and I can't mm. thank you enough, Cisco. Yeah, I get that. I get that all the time. I, I got bet so much you do. charisma. Do you mind if I ask you just a quick question? Shoot. I reckon he'd say shoot. Shoot. What's what's Paul Giamatti like in person? He's a delight as well. Everyone <laughs> was so delightful. Okay, th- <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, I'll, bye. Okay, but I'll take some balsamic later. Uh, thank you. Yeah, we'll figure it out later. Bye. Okay, bye. Beep, beep, beep. Well, that went much better. <laughs> yeah, I think it was okay. I think I think telling him that he, he got me through my depression uh, really lubricated the, the, the conversation. Also, there's a town named Brophy. Brophy? Yeah, like a bro trophy. Yeah, right. That's crazy, dude. But yeah, I think we should Okay, okay. So that's that's how we should probably we should probably play this phone call. Duncan, we should probably get into the meat of this episode. We've been going for a long time and we haven't started the review of my sexiest year. This is this is what makes it the sexy sex spec sextacular. The sixty nine six six nine sextacular. Six sixty nine sixty nine sexy sex sextacular. Is that what we're gonna call it? The sixty nine sexy My sex- sexiest year. Okay. So my sexiest year is a movie that Frankie Muniz starred in in two thousand and seven. Yeah, it, it stars Frankie Muniz, of course. Also, Harvey Keitel, who is in lots of stuff. He's in uh, Taxi Driver. He's in uh, Reservoir Dogs. He's in... He's the wolf in Pulp Fiction. He's the wolf in Pulp Fiction. It's also starring Haley Duff, which is uh, Hilary Duff's younger or older sister. <laughs> <laughs> younger or older. So, as we mentioned before, this movie, it sounds very very sexy just judging by the title alone my sexiest year it sounds like an absolute sexy romp i gotta say it sounds like a like a sexy sexy treat i think the the picture that i'm looking at it says my sexiest year uh, and then it's got a lady in a bikini and a boy in the background and then it says jake stein at the bottom and it looks like a book cover is this based off a book jake stein Okay, well, the, on the IMDb page, it's got a it. It says Jake Stein, but everywhere else, I'm looking at the post and it doesn't say Jake Stein. Is Jake Stein like? Is that? Oh no, because the other the other places it's cut off. Wait, what? What is Jake Stein? What? Who's Jake? I think it's based off a book, and Jake Stein's the author. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. I'm looking at the IMDb. I can't find Jake Stein anywhere. The main character is named Jake Stein. The protagonist, Frankie Muniz, plays a character named Jake Stein. I think it's based off a book written by Jake Stein about his own life. Because this poster I'm looking at, the sexy lady in a bikini is not Haley Duff. And the boy in the background, he's too far away to tell, but I'm pretty sure it's not Frankie Muniz. It looks kind of like Frankie. Maybe. Oh, it is nuts. Yeah, you're right. It's not even that. Is been, this based off a book? This, Should we do an episode reviewing the book? Well, I don't even know if you can even get the book. This this little fucking bit of content, this like movie or book or whatever the fuck it is, is so hard to find that they didn't even produce like a widely accepted movie poster for this movie. Okay, so here's what we know about the movie so far. So we know the poster 
has a beautiful woman in a bikini lying on the beach and in the background who is not Haley Duff who's not Haley Duff and in the background very far away there's a boy who is not Frankie Muniz looking onward at the sexy lady in the bikini and it says my sexiest year and that's basically all we know so far the description on IMDb says a romantic coming of age story in which the kindness bestowed by a glamorous model is returned 30, 30 years, years later, later by, by the, the young, young man, man in, in whom she inspired the first darings of confidence. Are you reading and love? it at the same time while I'm reading it? I'm, I'm reading the Wikipedia page, but yeah. I'm reading the IMDb. Well, we shouldn't read two separate <laughs> things simultaneously. <laughs> but they're exactly the same. No, they're not. Yes, they were. You said stirred, first stirrings of confidence and love. Oh, wow. Okay, I think it was just copy-pasted. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're right. Okay, you're right. Yeah, so did you, I have the plot in front of me. Do you want to hear the plot? It's only two paragraphs yeah, yeah. of plot. Let's, let's, let's just p- power through this plot. Let's All go. right. Jake Stein, in brackets, Frankie Muniz, is a 17-year-old who lives with his sick mother and grandfather in Brooklyn. He wants nothing more than to be a writer. This is definitely based off a book that Jake Stein wrote about himself. Uh, he wants nothing more to be a writer, but when his mother's health takes a turn for the worse, Jake is sent to Miami to live with his father, Zowie, played by Harvey Keitel. His dad's name is Zowie. Yeah. He's a small-time handicapper. Can we just... Can we just... Can we just... His name is Zowie. I think that's the least of the concerns of this movie. Well, he's a handicapper who gives horse racing tips for a living. Yeah. Okay. Not much of a parent. Zowie has shirked the f- his fatherly responsibilities for most of his son's life. Nonetheless, Jake is excited about the prospect of bonding with him, with his father in sunny Miami. So, J- so old mate I, Jake. I gotta say, thus far, literally halfway through the plot synopsis, no, nothing even remotely sexy has happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm not chubbed up at all. Neither am I. Harvey Keitel. Are you ready for the second and final paragraph about the plot? Okay, sure. Jake quickly befriends Mark, a local rich kid who ex- whose excessive drug use helps him through the pressures of teenage life in Southern Florida, where the in crowd only cares about how much money one's parents make, who's coming to one's pool party, and whether or not one is getting laid. As J- it's a very formal way of saying it. Whether or not one is getting laid. Oh, yes. As Jake tries to navigate the waters of his new home while trying to connect with his eccentric father, he meets Marina. Here we go. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, played by Amber Valletta, who's a model. A famous model who's in town for a photo shoot. Look at her, uh, her Wikipedia page. Let's see this. And she's from Phoenix, Arizona. He meets Marina, a famous model who's in town for a photo shoot. The two quickly bond. Jake reminds Marina of her younger brother who died in a motorcycle accident. And Jake is unable to get over the fact that such a beautiful woman is interested in him. But just when things seem to be going right, it all goes terribly wrong. Jake must figure out how to become a man if he's ever going to finish writing his memoir. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. Hold up. This last sentence, it has nothing to do with anything. Wait, it says, but just when... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. Jake reminds Marina of her younger brother who died in a motorcycle accident. A sentence later, but just when things seem to be going right, no, they're fucking not. Yeah. Well, He's I think just reminding her of this of, of, of her brother who died in a motorcycle accident. But I think they're growing closer, and they're going to do and sexy stuff. And it says stuff. all goes terribly wrong, but it doesn't say how things go terribly wrong. Jake must figure out how to become a man. 
Tell you what, this seems like it's the back of the DVD. It's like the blurb. It's not really the plot. I wish we could verify that with a photo of the DVD case or the poster or something. We don't even have a poster but of the movie. But I think it's definitely... a picture of a book. <laughs> it's a freaky little sort of cycle because Jake, the character, writes his memoir. But then I think in real life, Jake did that and then wrote the memoir about that experience of him getting laid and then writing his memoir, then made a movie about it. Also, Haley Duff is not mentioned in that at all. Not once. Also, okay, okay. I would have assumed Haley Duff played the sexy woman, but apparently Amber Valletta, a famous model, played the sexy woman. Okay, so we have that. I was trying to find any sort of rel- any sort of relevant uh, uh, piece of this on YouTube at all, like a trailer or like a clip or anything, really. Mm-hmm. And I found... Okay, so what happens when you look up my sexiest year? I don't know. It doesn't come up with anything related to My Sexiest Year. It comes up with a YouTube playlist called My Sexiest Year Full Movie 2007. And the name of the channel that uploaded the playlist is called Forgetting Sarah Marshall Full Movie. (laughs) Wait, so it was the full movie on YouTube? Surely not. We would have found that. Okay, so here's the thing. I clicked on the playlist and I'm looking through it. And there's a lot, a lot of clips of a lot, a lot of things and they don't seem to be related whatsoever, and also most of the videos in this playlist are deleted. The first one is called Max the Early is 57 going to third base, subtitled English-Spanish. It's just a 13-minute clip from a Spanish sitcom, (laughs) and the title says English subtitles, but there's no English subtitles. (laughs) Right. It's this... Okay, then there's a deleted video, then there's a a full movie called boarding house 2 which when you watch it is just a 40 minute minecraft video <laughs> Wait, um, what? and then there's three no there's four consecutive videos called 18 plus russian movie 2019 and there are some very very saucy thumbnails i have to say here's one okay. with a bum and there's some hands touching the bum is this where here's we one finally get sexy in this episode there's some side boob in this one, and these videos are 30 minutes long. Holy shit. Oh I'm God. looking at the... There's nothing... Okay, I wouldn't be that confused if all these videos were, like, all in Spanish, but this one's Russian, this one's Spanish, this one's Japanese, this one is in English, this one's this one's Bollywood, this one's in, this one's in Hindi. But there is one thing. I managed to find one single relevant clip. Right. And it's a videotape someone filming a CRT TV monitor, <laughs> an interview with Ryan Cabrera on MTV, who's, and who's he that? briefly mentions he's a musician, I believe. Okay. And he's got a cool fedora on and some long hair. And he he is doing this interview for My Sexiest Year when he talks about how he went to Miami and he filmed a thing called My Sexiest Year and he with Harvey Keitel and Frankie Muniz. So he shares a scene with Harvey Keitel and Frankie Muniz and he plays like a bully jock douchebag character. Actually, we should play a bit of the clip now on the show. Okay. We did a, a movie out in Miami with uh, Harvey Keitel and Frankie Muniz and Amber Valletta, which was, I mean, I loved it. I, I had a blast doing it. Fun playing somebody else for a little while. It's called My Sexiest Year. I'm like the jerk of the high school. It is shot in the 70s, so I had this sweet Andy Gibb haircut, like this crazy comb over, and I'm Frankie Muniz is like the main character, and I'm I'm mean to him. I'm very nice. There we go. That's it. 
So the description of the movie doesn't say anything about it being in the 1970s or a high school or that Brian Cabrera is in it. So I think there's some clues here. <laughs> yeah, that's well, it's something. I think what happens is that Frankie Muniz goes to a high school, mm-hmm. perhaps to one's pool party, and he tries to seduce Haley Duff. Yeah. And then Ryan Cabrera comes in. And he shits all over the parade. Yeah. And then Frankie Muniz, he has sex with. Yeah, he Marina? loses his V card. He loses his V card, I reckon. He's his sexiest he year. He loses his V card. It's his sexiest year. He has to have sex at least once or twice, I think. Maybe he se- has sex with multiple ladies. That's why it's the sexiest year. Maybe. Mm. Maybe he has sex with Ryan Cabrera. Maybe there's a lot of. There's a lot of introspection. Maybe he finds out that he's gay or something. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll never, ever know. I not say anywhere that he's definitively not gay in mm. any of this material. Well, so, yeah. he's at least attracted to women, right? Uh, the two bond. Jake reminds Marina of her younger brother who died in a motorcycle accident. Uh, Jake is unable to get over the fact that such a beautiful woman is interested in him. Mm. Yeah, I think he's... Never says anything that he's attracted to in return. Well, yeah, but in you fact, assume. It says I that he, he's he's uncomfortable with the fact that she's in- attracted to him. No, he's not uncomfortable. He's confused by it. But I reckon he's into it. Unable to get over the fact. Also, it was 2007, so he's definitely straight. That's true, actually. Yeah. So, Duncan, now that we have assessed it, we've, we've looked at all the content about this movie that we can, which didn't even include a, a proper movie cover, I don't think... Um, what do you rate it? I give this movie two sexual encounters out of four. <laughs> two sexual encounters out of four. Okay. Uh, yep. I'm going to give it zero out of four. Really? Yeah, because I haven't seen it. That's true. That's true. Duncan, I found, I don't know if this is anything. I only just found this here. Harvey Keitel recalls sexiest year. Wait, what? I just found an article. It's an interview with Harvey Keitel with Empire Online, and they recall, um, he just talks about My Sexiest Year. Oh, oh actually, it's not really? actually an article, it's just a bunch of links to other articles. I think it's some kind of scam. I think I have a virus now, actually. Okay, well, try not to type in any passwords, because you've probably got a keylogger on your computer. It's three paragraphs, five par- I mean, they were three sentences, really. Um, and it was written, as it, the film is currently shooting in Miami. <laughs> so it's not really him recalling it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. He's recalling something from earlier that day. Do you think if we got an exclusive interview with Harvey Keitel, he could tell us a bit about the film, maybe? Yeah, I mean, sure. If we managed to get a hold of him, do you have his number? Uh, No, I don't. Yeah, you could tweet at him. Hang on, I'll tweet at him now. Hang on a sec. Don't tweet at him now. We don't have time for this. Duncan, that's the My at Sexiest Harvey. Year review. That brings us to the end of the... Uh, Episode 69, sex, Sextacular. Uh, with our review done and with our, uh, you know, everything's coming to a close, let's open up something, you know? Hang on, I'm just tweeting at Harvey Cartel. No, you're not. We're doing this. Mailbag. Duncan, I have got oh, some. Oh, the mailbag. We got some mail. So, last episode, we talked about the Possible campaign where we promised a bunch of people rewards and we never delivered on any of them, not a single one. Yes, I remember. And then we said, we're going to make the t-shirts, and if you want a t-shirt, then send us an email, and we'll put you on the list, and we'll get you a t-shirt as well. Got an email from Jack Parkinson, longtime fan. He says, I'll take a t-shirt. Sounds like fun. Um, 
Do you have any of the socks with your faces on them? We posted that on our Facebook a little while ago. That was a one of one. Yes. Those socks with the faces on them. That was actually no one. Of, well, two of two, I guess, because we both got a pair. I don't even know where mine are. I mine are in my sock drawer. They really like degrade quite quickly. Like they've faded lots. Oh boy, yeah. Probably. Anyway, Jack Jack says I didn't contribute to the possible, but my girlfriend Rachel did. She often looks at the window wistfully. I can never tell if she's trying to see the neighbor's cat, who is a damn pervert, always trying to sneak a peek at us, or if she's just waiting for her t-shirt to finally arrive. Um, she doesn't know it yet, but since we've been locked down, uh, the urge to climb back to the top of the most oh god, this is dangerous. Uh, she doesn't know it yet, but since we've locked, been locked down, the urge to climb back to the top of the most times watching what your mother taught you on repeat table a spot that we hold for a short blissful time we made lasagna has been creeping in on me she so she might join me or walk into the living room one day to a family drowned in vodka with the song still playing in the background that's lockdown baby anyway let me know what to spot you and we'll sort something out for the t-shirt all the best kiss kiss jack one of your scottish correspondents oh fuck okay well yeah they should they should do that they should listen to the music video a bunch of times yeah and do the Thing. If you've uh, forgotten, there was a uh, King's Foil. No, yes, it was King's Foil, which is Frankie Muniz's. He played the drums in that band. It's the one. That, no, this is the one that he managed. No, he managed Astro Lasso, bro. Oh, that's right. He played the drums for this band, and we watched the music clip for it like sixty-four times or something. Um, Forty-two. Forty-two times, because. Uh, Frankie Muniz, apparently when he was auditioning for a King's Foil, he was auditioning to be the drummer, he listened to one of their songs 41 times in a day. So we listened to it 42 times in a day. Oh, I can't remember what the exact number was. Anyway, then Jack uh, and his partner, Rachel, they watched it 43 times in a row. And then Lockie Coxon beat their record and watched it all like 45 times in a row or something. Uh, which is a crazy thing to do. Oh. Yeah, that's fucking insane. It's People not are just good. like so. You, so, so the competition is to just go ahead and one up the previous person by mm. watching that one music video consecutively for hours. The for, yeah, for basically a, a couple of hours. Mm. It's not a good watch is, either. No, it's it's. I mean, it's it's okay, but like, I think anything if you watch it more than fifty times consecutively, really <laughs> <laughs> uh, its value. <laughs> It is interesting, like, knowing a music video that well. You know, it's, I know every shot of that. Uh, we also got some more mail from Hannah. Um, she, well, I guess it's a bit of admin. Maybe I shouldn't read this. But she, I emailed her for the possible rewards. There was a reward where you could send us a photo of your face and we'll print out the photo of your face and stick the glasses on it so it looks like you're wearing Frankie Muniz's glasses that we, he wore on screen in Agent Cody Banks 1 that we got a hold of. Uh, so she sent me a photo of her face, so I guess I'll... Do that for her. Shit. Okay, cool. Uh, but that's the mailbag. So we really should, we kind of have to do the t-shirts now because Jack wants one and we promised one yeah, to his girlfriend, should, we Rachel. Have, we shouldn't have even started talking about it. No, we should have just let it. just left it. At I, I wanted to leave it and just say we scammed everyone, but Mr. Honest Abe over here, I'm talking to you, Duncan, uh, loves the rules and the man and not scamming our listeners. So I guess we'll do it. Yeah, I kind of regret that. I, I wish we scammed people. Yeah, well, now we can't do it. too late to change your tune I guess now. We have to actually deliver on it. We're going to be yeah, honest, boys. I know. Okay, fine. Hey, Dunk, I reckon that just about wraps us up, uh, except for one, one extra thing. What's the thing? Frankie Fact of Fiction. Frankie Fact of Fiction, Duncan. Oh, of course. With a terrible intro with a real loud hiss. 
Oh yeah, that was on my bad, bad microphone that I did a while ago. Should we re-record that? Nah, I think it's good. It's got charm. Rustic. What if I? Well, how about how about this? Hayden, Hayden, give me a sec. Give me yeah. a sec. Yeah. <coughs> wah wah wah. Yeah 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 yeah. Wah wah wah. Frankie, fact or fiction? I mean, that sounded good, and that sounded a lot better. But I'm not going to use it because it doesn't have the rich history that that opener does. That's true. It doesn't have the rich history or the charm or the char- character. Uh, but Duncan, the Frankie Fact of Fiction, a simple little game okay. Uh, okay. where I'll, I'm going to tell you a Frankie Fact uh, or a Frankie f- and a Frankie Fiction, and you've got to find out which one's which. It's your turn? Yes, it's my turn. You're um, give me one? Okay. I'm going to give you one. We, w- we reviewed My Sexiest Year this episode, which is tough because it's impossible to find. Also, if you do manage to find it, uh, send us an email, theweeklymunas at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Feel free if you have a VHS buried somewhere. Or like a DVD We'd or even like, a, even like a website where you can find it legally. Wink. It has to be legal. Of Wink. course. Uh, let us know, theweeklymunas at gmail.com. We would love to properly watch it. Duncan, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, it does have a Rotten Tomatoes page. Which is sort of surprising to okay. me. Okay. Um, and I, well, Duncan, my sixtieth year doesn't have a uh, no audience score because no one has ever reviewed this film on Rotten Tomatoes, or does it have an audience score of sixty-seven percent with one hundred and twenty-five reviews? One of those things is a Frankie fact. One of those 125 things. One hundred and twenty-five reviews. Okay, so you said that there were five critic reviews earlier. No, that was for the Black String, man. Oh, oh, yes, okay. You're getting your Frankie Muniz movies confused. I'm getting all of them confused. So, Duncan, the audience score, is it 67% with 125 ratings, or is it nothing percent because it hasn't ever been rated by anyone on the internet? You know what, Hayden? Yep. I'm not sure, (laughs) but I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to dive right into the 126 reviews at the 67% rating and just hope I'm right. I'm going to lock it in, locked it in. Do you want, oh, do you want some high production value for this, or do you want to keep it cash? Oh, let's get some high production value. Okay. Going. Duncan, you have locked in 67%. I can now reveal to you that that is correct. Yeah! Yeah, 125 uh, reviews on this bad boy, uh, but zero. Or actually, I don't know if it's zero, but there's no Rotten Tomatoes score because they haven't had enough reviews to have from critics there's no consensus from critics okay okay Hayden Hayden I just came up with an idea I just came up with an idea yeah we get an account on Rotten Tomatoes we contact these people that have reviewed the movie and we ask them how they've seen it uh I don't I don't think you can view who's who's are there people that have are there written reviews uh here we go see all audience there's reviews no, there's no audience reviews yeah there's no audience reviews at all it's only been like no. the five stars you can rate it out of but with no actual well, yeah. Actually, no. There's one review. There's one review on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Wait. Oh my God. This is one review. Yeah. We found one person. It's by AJ hyphen SKY one one. Oh, I've heard of him. He's good. Mhm. 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 And this review was in in 2007 when wow. the movie was new. Okay. So the title is Great Review. Dot. 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 My Sexy Year is an excellent film. Jill Curran, who plays Tammy, is very sexy and funny. 
Mm. I'll be looking for Jill's work in the fu- in future films. Jill Curran is fabulous discovery. I wrote I love this awesome film. Another amazing amazing performance was from the legend Harvey Keitel. Mm. This film was cast perfectly. Congratulations to writer and director Howard Himmelstein, who might I add hasn't worked on anything whatsoever since my sexiest year. I look forward to seeing his upcoming project, A Woman of No Importance. You won't see it, I assure you. My Sexiest Year was the first film picked at the Hamptons International Film Festival. It's a long review. And deservingly so. Bravo for making this great film that is adorable and made me laugh. Can't wait until it's out in the movies so I can see it again and again and again. Uh, do you know... Do you have an IMDb account? No, but I can just make one. Yeah, can you respond to that and say, hey, where did you watch it? It's a, over a decade old, this this comment. 13 years old. Wow. Maybe maybe a miracle will happen. And he has it on DVD. Maybe. Us. Okay, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do it now then. I'll yeah, cool. Well, I think that ra- that wraps us up then. Uh, I think we've I hit, think all, so. hit everything we need to hit. It's a bit of a longy. Uh, I think we're going to try and keep these a bit shorter in future. I think so. Um, more bite-sized. Well, not bite-sized, but just less too long-sized. Okay, well, I th- I think I think we should just we should just cap it off there. Yeah, hey, make sure you like us on Facebook too, the Weekly Nunez on Twitter at the Weekly Nunez, the Weekly Nunez at gmail.com. If you want to get in contact about anything you want, we made a pledge to Facebook, read out Twitter, probably Instagram. I we, don't actually remember what we have. We don't have an Instagram. No, we do not have an Instagram. We're we're actually anti-Instagram. That's right. Yeah, we're an audio audio medium, no yep. visuals. Yeah. How about how about just just to just to cap things off, I just grab one last random word from this book. Why? Okay, so here we go. Drawbridge. Stay Frankie, everybody. Stay Frankie.